it's Mo Egger. The college basketball season is heating up, and there's no better place to watch every game than Long Neck Sports Grill. There are 4K TVs all over the place at each Long Neck's location, and at Long Neck's, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection. And I say this often, if you haven't tried Long Neck's Wings, what are you waiting for? No matter who your team is, you'll be able to watch them at Long Neck's. Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Long Neck Sports Grill. This college basketball season, stay late, come often. 15.30. 22 minutes after 5 o'clock, this is ESPN 15.30. We're at the Moreline Lager House for most happy hour and Burger Tuesday. We're here every single Tuesday. Uh, and uh, by the way, awesome place before and after games. Uh, awesome place. Happy hour is not just a Tuesday thing. In fact, I want to come one day when I'm not working and I can hang out from 3 to 6, uh, order off the $5 happy hour menu, and, and get my burger for just uh, 8 bucks. Chad Brendel's here, BearcatJournal.com. Uh, I feel bad because you worked yesterday. You're working yeah. for me tomorrow. Yeah. You're working for me on Thursday. Friday. You're working for me on Friday. And on the one day you had free, I made you come here. I, I wasn't free. I had the Luke Fickle press conference. That's true. I had yeah, practice. that's very true. This is yeah, – I have to go past here to go home from practice, so yeah. you're fine. I'll ask you what uh, Tony Pike asked me. We were both at the Luke Fickle press conference. Did, we did, were. Any, did anything that he said uh, stand out to you? No. I, I, uh, he wasn't going to make the announcement about no, the quarterback. No, he wasn't going to make the announcement happen. about the quarterback. I, I thought I got two good one-liners in. Yes, the or the or, or line yeah. was good. You, I like that. You got that. enough ors in the running back room to yeah. uh, row a boat. Uh, and then the, the sauce sauce question, I thought, yeah, needed had to, to be asked. asked. Absolutely. So I, I felt good about my performance. You did well. At the press conference. You're one for one this year. Um, but Luke didn't really give us anything that, that was uh, and he's not new gonna. or unexpected. No, yeah. it's game week. Why would yeah. he, why he's not going to say anything? Not going to. I joked with him in the, the interview I did with him before camp. I said, You're not going to tell us until, the radio, until Dan Horde tells us. Mm hmm. On September 3rd yeah. at 310, mm-hmm. who the starting, car- starting quarterback's going to be? And he said, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I have no issue with that. No. Uh, we'll get to the quarterback thing here in a second. You, you were at all those practices, mostly at higher ground, obviously, if you, you see. Uh, what have you come to learn about this team that maybe was a question mark going in? I think their, their best player on defense has the last name of Pace. But it's not Deshaun. But I don't think his first name is Deshaun. Yeah. Ivan Pace has been a revelation. Did you say that to Deshaun's face? No. Okay. Uh, but Deshaun's the little brother. Right. So, I mean. Sure. Uh, but Ivan Pace was a revelation at camp. He is a menace. He, he just has a way to get into the backfield, to distract the play, disrupt the play, get after the quarterback, whatever it is. Uh, that kid just knows uh, what his role is and, and how to, to, to disrupt an offense. So I thought he was fantastic. I thought Jawan Briggs had a really good camp. Um, I think they're going to be okay in the secondary. Do mm-hmm. I think they're going to, to be elite like they were a year ago? Probably not, at, at least right away. Elite can't be an expectation. Right. When you're replacing a top five NFL draft pick and the guy who won the award for best DB in college yeah, football. I like to, I like to, you know, Cincinnati last year had the the award winner for the best defensive back in college football, and Ahmad Gardner. Yeah, who was the best defensive back <laughs> in college football. <laughs> so the expectation can't be elite, but I, I, I really liked how Jaquan Shepard looked, mm-hmm. uh, and he's gonna, and at least initially, 
be the starter at boundary corner, replacing Ahmad Gardner. Arquan Bush has moved outside to Kobe Bryant's old spot. I thought he's had a very good camp. Uh, Taj Ward and Sammy Anderson are still battling uh, nickel spot, and, and I think those guys are going to be fine. But I think more than anything, this is going to be a different defense because it's going to be better di- different up front. Sure. And, and more likely to be able to stop the run. I think with their size. Um, Does that I, mean they're not going to be married to the three-three-five? I think they're still going to be married to the three-three-five. Okay, because there's a lot of folks who, when teams were beating them on the ground last year, yeah. think Navy, think think uh, Tulane games that were maybe a little bit closer than people would have liked. It was walk a guy up, you got to shelve the three-three-five. You don't think that's going to happen? Not in today's day and age of college football i mean they did it against navy sure they, 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 they played did. a bare front yeah. against navy at times with five defensive linemen right it, it's not and i said this a ton last year and people were probably sick of me saying and it's not necessarily the number of guys at the line of scrimmage it's your aggressiveness in the box and i i also think last year curtis brooks was more of a quickness speed guy mm-hmm. a three te- a three tech playing nose tackle and my sanders was was a speed guy around the edge right when you're playing a three-man front, like if you look at three-man fronts in the NFL, the defensive ends are typically guys that were, you know, three-tech tackles in high school, yeah. in college. Yeah. And Cincinnati didn't have that. They had a three-tech at, at nose and a speed rusher. Ends. Legitimate ends. ends. Yeah. yeah. They, had a, yeah. they had four down mm-hmm. ends playing a three-man front. Now with um, Jawan Briggs at nose, Jawan Briggs is a nose tackle. Right. Um, he was described to me this camp as a refrigerator with arms, hmm. what it's like trying to move him. Hmm. Um, and then you have Jabari Taylor and Malik Van, who are more of those three-tech inside guys that are playing outside. So the composition of your line, you should be much better against the run. Question is, what does that do to your pass rush? Right. Not having guys you know, that can get around the edge or use their quickness to, to, to beat the snap uh, like Curtis Brooks used to do. But I think because of the way they're designed, <laughs> they're, they're going to be better against the run. What are, what are you looking forward to finding out about this team starting on Saturday, keeping in mind the opponent? I mean, it's, it's one thing if, hey, here's what we're going to learn against Kennesaw State. You're sure. only going to learn so much. We're going to learn a lot on Saturday. Yeah, I, the question obviously on this team has to be, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, who's ready to step up? Right. Who's ready to say, you know, we're not losing. And mm-hmm. over the course of a season, that manifests itself in, we saw several times last year where Luke talked about Dez in the locker room at halftime of a game that they're not playing well. Right. Standing up on the table and saying, I'm not, this isn't happening on my watch. Mm-hmm. And they'd go out and they'd have a better second half and they'd win. Um, who are those guys in this locker room? Who are those guys on this team? Because remember, Dez, Kobe, like, those guys built up that equity. No doubt. Those guys played a lot of football to earn that trust. There are some guys that, that have played a lot of football on this team for sure, but do they have that equity yet to stand up in front of the room and say, get your crap together. Like, we're not playing the way we need to be playing. Go back to Houston. Mm-hmm. The, after the second series against Houston, Kobe Bryant called the entire defense into a huddle uh, down at the end of the, the Cincinnati yeah. sidelines. And said, this isn't acceptable. We're not playing like this. Get your head out of your rear end and let's go. Right. And they played better defensively for the rest of the game. Who are those guys? Mm-hmm. The talent is there, I think. 
you know, the number two linebacking core in the country by PFF. Yeah. Uh, Pete Thamel yesterday told me outside of Georgia, he thinks they have the best tight end room in the country. Like, there are still elite spots on this roster. Who's going to be the one to to throw them on their shoulder and say, we're going to win this game by one, you know, at any means necessary? We just talked about UC football for eight minutes, and we never talked about quarterback. Has that happened to you yet? No, it's generally the first question everybody right. asks. Right, so I wanted to throw you a curveball. I appreciate that. I don't that. really know that there's anything really new to ask there's nothing in that new regard. To say. Yeah, I mean, we think it's going to be Ben. We think it's going to be Ben. He's probably better equipped to win with him at quarterback at Arkansas. Yeah. We'll see how long the leash is. I think this offense is better equipped for Ben. Yes. You know, if this was 2018 and you're talking Mike Warren and a, a power yeah. offensive line then maybe it is best for Evan to be running this offense with the RPOs and the things he can do. But as good as they are at wide receiver, as good as they are at tight end, as good as they can be at running back, I think they have two exceptional running backs. Mm-hmm. But they're young. Right. Both of them. Luke felt to me like tipped his hand a little bit today because he's got a lot of on the, the two deep, a lot of oars. But he said, look, I, I believe in a one and two, a yeah. one and a two. So if you're going into this thinking a whole bunch of dudes are going to get carries, I, I think today, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I, it felt to me like he threw cold water all over them. To an extent, I think they want to get there. I don't think they're there yet. Right. I don't think they, they have. Corey Kiner is, is a very talented running back. He's a four-star. He went to LSU for a reason. Miles mm-hmm. Montgomery is also a very talented running back. He's a redshirt freshman. He might be the most complete back in that backfield. But those guys don't have the equity that Ryan Montgomery and Charles McClellan have. Right. So guess what? They're going to have to earn it. It's not going to be handed to them. That's how everything has been done in this program. Charles is also, I think, my age. He's been at UC for a while. Hand- handful of dudes in college yeah. football. The season starts, and you're like, wow. Yeah, he's still here. Yeah. Jabari he's, Taylor he's was one in, of those guys. Jabari Taylor was in Luke Fickle's first recruiting class. Think yeah. about that. Yeah. Like 2000, he, play, he played in the Michigan game. Yeah. Or was it, it, on the roster o- on in the, the roster. Michigan yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this guy's been around a long time. McClellan's one year after that. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, I think, I think the two best backs long-term are Corey Kiner and Miles Montgomery. But they're going to have to leapfrog, you know, the other two, the older guys. And he said Ryan Montgomery's going to get – it's going to be out there with the ones on the first touch. I'll be interested to see where that goes from there because I, I've seen a lot of Corey Kiner and Miles Montgomery in the backfield with the ones – but they're going to have to prove they can pass block. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to prove they can take care of the football, not right. put it on the ground. So there's still a lot of trust that those guys are, are you know, working on earning. All right, hang tight. Chad Brendel on Twitter at Chad Brendel. BearcatJournal.com is the site. He is with me here at the uh, Moorline Logger House here till 6. It's Moe's Happy Hour and Burger Tuesday on ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station. Eddie Bengals play here. ESPN 1530. Sports Update is a service of Kelsey Chevrolet, home of lifetime powertrain protection and guaranteed credit approval from their family to yours for life, KelseyChev.com. Bengals cut the roster down to 53. Kevin Huber made it. Drew Christman didn't. Full rundown wherever you get your NFL news. Also, Reds and Cardinals tonight at GABP. Uh, They've called somebody named uh, Derek Law up to pitch at some point, which is cool. Luke Fickle didn't say who his starting quarterback is going to be. He'll continue that route uh, on the Appropriately named Luke Fickle Radio Show tonight at 8. That airs on ESPN 1530. We're at the Moorline Lager House. Chad Brendel's here. 
So I, I've got we've got to we've got to establish odds. There's one of two ways this is going to happen. Okay. When we find out the starting quarterback, more likely that it comes from Pete Thamel on Saturday morning, <laughs> or Dan Hoard right before the game. Well, okay. So let's say there's like a a Justin Williams type who's going to be in Fayetteville. He's watching warmups. It's abundantly clear that whoever the starting quarterback is is taking the snaps. Yeah. Just looks the part of a starter. Does it come from someone like him? No. Okay. Pete Thamel or Dan Hoard? Pete Thamel or Dan. My money's on Dan. Yeah, I, I think he wants to take it as close to kickoff as humanly possible. So, but games he, at 3.30. Yeah. We go on the air at like 3.03. I do my spiel. I throw it to Dan and Jim. And I think the question to those guys for me will be, who's the quarterback going to be? Yeah. And yeah, that's fair. So then you'll have Dan. Or we could really draw it out. And here's where Pete might come in. Because we do Dan and Jim. We come back, we break. Then a player interview. I can assure you that player will not be telling me <laughs> who the starting quarterback is, nor will it be one of the quarterbacks. Then we come back, and then it's time for Luke Fickle's pregame comments, and that's going to be at, like, 3.20. We'll know by then. Somebody, so it's going to leak by somewhere then by then. we're going to know. So my guess is Dan has it at the top, and that's where it should be announced. My money is on Thamel in the morning, like, by 10 a.m. Really? really? Yeah. Is I, he embedded again? Oh, uh, no, he's not. In, he's going to be in. He'll be there. He'll be in uh, uh, Columbus. That's right. I did. In I did Columbus. Hear you guys talk about. That. Uh, but he, there's, there's nobody closer. Like when I told when the Michigan State stuff was going on, everybody's right. like, when will we have a definitive answer? And I put on the board when Pete Thamel tweets that Luke Fickle's staying, you'll have a definitive answer. Okay. And what happened? That next morning, Pete Thamel tweeted yeah. that Luke Fickle was staying. Okay. Well, I'm. <laughs> I'm rooting for the broadcast. I'm rooting for the broadcast as well. I'm rooting for this. But I would like to know a little earlier in the day, person, uh, selfishly. Yeah, I get it. I, there, there's no doubt about that. I, I totally understand that. But, but to me, I root for 310, everybody's tuning in to and, hear Dan yeah. announce who it's going to be. Correct. And then if, if that does happen, I will be listening, and then it will be on my Twitter feed thirty second, uh, three seconds after Dan says it. Well, and of course you'll credit. Oh, of course. You know the. Uh, I, I have UC, some cool see football broadcasts. A lot of people who do. So I do every time. I, there have been many times I've had to listen to Dan to say something, and then I've got the tweet ready to hit send. If I would have said, I mean, look, <laughs> I, I think all of us anticipated that this was going to be how Luke played it out, even if it wasn't a heated battle. I guess my question would be, how heated was the battle? It was. It was very close. I, I like. I think when it when you get into something like this, it comes down to things like timing, mm-hmm. you know, getting the ball out of your hands, understanding blitz and and the, your hot reads and right. you know just the the stuff like that adds up over time when you're going through camp. I think Evan had a really good camp. I think he has come miles from where he was at this time last year mm-hmm. as we were going into the season, um, but. I think Ben is a little more polished, and I think he, he understands. When you, that's when you start 14 games, you've been in the fire. He started 14 games, 13 of them on a team last year, whose offensive line was a disaster. Yeah. So yeah. he had to, like, get the ball, understand where I'm going, what I'm doing, get the ball out quick, move it down the field. 
So he's just been in that situation more. Maybe if it's Kennesaw State this week, maybe it's different. Mm-hmm. But in Fayetteville, in front of 80,000 people, I, I, I think Ben just makes the most sense because of all the things we've talked about and all the things that he showed that maybe he was just a, a half a step better than Evan in camp. This is maybe unfair. They play an SEC school in the, the bowl game last year, and everybody talks about SEC speed, and Alabama has it, and they really didn't need to unleash it because they just destroyed them up front, right? Just destroyed them up front. They did. They There's did no that. getting around it. No, they and did they, that. You know, Brian Robinson ran but for a billion yards. I didn't but think they looked faster than Cincinnati. I didn't either. So Arkansas is not going to have Alabama speed, but they could have Alabama might. So that concerns me. Their offensive line is massive. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, what, 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 what do coaches do? They put in the most recent tape. Yeah. And the most recent tape was Alabama just gashing UC. Uh, the Crimson Tide were not reinventing offensive football. No, they were, they were uh, setting it back. 12 yards and a cloud of dust. <laughs> 12 yards and a cloud I mean, of it, dust. It, it literally, I mean. Yeah, you were right. They lined up and, and punched him in the face. Yeah. Um, I worry about that. I do too. I worry about the same thing being applied on Saturday. They were the number one rushing offense in the country last yeah. year, and they returned yeah. most of those people. Now their power back is out, right? Um, but the so, featured guy is still the feature guy is still there. But the guy that they you know rely on to get a lot of those short yardage uh, plays is is gone or is not available. But KJ Jefferson's six four, right? Two hundred forty five pounds. I joked today at practice. I was like, they should have. Shaman Mateer. <laughs> I was going to ask you. <laughs> practice is going to simulate. Shaman Mateer should KJ be KJ Jefferson, Jefferson uh, this week in practice. Uh, but you believe they can win this game on Saturday? I do. I, I, if I was a, 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 the gambling type, mm-hmm. and I'm not. Yeah. I err in favor of veteran quarterbacks. Okay. Uh, I did that the last two years with Cincinnati. Sure. And they didn't lose a regular season game. Worked out well. Um, that worries me a lot when it comes to game one, mm-hmm. you know, and especially veteran quarterbacks early in the year. Right. Because if Ben Bryant gets to game three or game four. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um, but, but game one against a guy like KJ Jefferson, this is a Bryles offense. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think there's a misconception with that, that it's all go, 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 go. They want to run first. They want to spread you out, right. run the ball. And then when they suck you in to try to stop the run, they go over the top. Right. Uh, and Cincinnati's going to have to to be cautious, to be leery of that. And, again, I, I my biggest question is I think it's going to be a close game. Three-point game, fourth quarter, six minutes we left. we got a kicker now, though. Well, there is a kicker now. Okay. That's a plus. Yeah. Uh, but who who carries this team across the finish line? Maybe it's the kicker. Could be. Maybe it's Ryan Coe. I got Josh Wiley just goes nine catches, buck 35. I could see it. Couple of touchdowns. Lenny Taylor has a nice complimentary game, and they just tight end you him to death. Yeah, I could. And then the other thing that you have. Pre-game show uh, karma. Yeah. It's a thing. It's Josh a thing. Wiley, this week's guest. Um, the other thing you can do is crossing routes with Trey Tucker and Tyler Scott. Yeah. Those are the two. I think those will be the two fastest guys on the field. I agree. And, and if you can get those guys – getting lost over the middle of that Arkansas defense and turning eight-yard passes into 20-yard gains, and then you've got the tight ends uh, working as well. Um, I, I, like they, they threw a 
like a, a corner route to Trey Tucker today. Mm -hmm. And Justin Williams and I were both like, they could they could make that 20-yard gain mm -hmm. six times again. Like, he, if he doesn't have 25 of those this year, I'll be scratching my head. Like, they, they, they just have so much talent offensively. Will they win the conference this year? So this is, this, this is how I've answered this question. I don't mm -hmm. know if you'll agree with me or not. If I'm picking a preseason poll, I'm picking Houston. Okay. They have the veteran quarterback that get I just it. talked about. Totally get it. They don't play Central Florida. They don't play Cincinnati. Right. If I'm picking who's number one at the end of the season. Is Dana Holgerson still the coach? This is where it, this is where it gets interesting, mm. Mo. Now. I like Clayton Toon. Now, Cincinnati, Houston, AAC championship game. That's Luke Fickle versus Dana Holgerson. Right. And I'm not taking Dana Holgerson. Correct. So that's kind of, if you're asking me, like, who's my preseason number one, it's Houston. Okay. But if you're asking me Cincinnati-Houston in the championship game, Cincinnati all day. Regardless of venue. Regardless of venue. All right. I like it. That's where I'm at. I can live with that. Okay. I mean, I, the Houston thing, like, I think they've. they've I get it. I totally get it. Like, I, 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 I voted in the preseason poll, and I picked Cincinnati because of Luke Fickle. Yeah. The, primarily because of Luke Fickle. Yeah. Now, if Houston played Cincinnati in the regular season, I would pick Cincinnati number one. Sure. But Houston avoids that. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have to factor that in. Look, Houston was undefeated in the conference last year. Mm -hmm. Like, they were upset uh, that they didn't get to host. 10-9 game at halftime. Yeah. I mean, in Nippert Stadium. Yeah, great story. So we're, we're down there for Squat Fest. Right. Uh, July 1st. Mm -hmm. And they have that playing on the TVs in the weight room, the AAC championship <laughs> game. And uh, – the, the team's running off the field at halftime, and I'm standing there with Fickle, and I'm like, Coach better get something done in this <laughs> locker room at halftime. And he's get back to me in the fourth quarter. And he just walked away. <laughs> All right. I have watched that game five times. The Houston game. Yeah. I've watched it five times. Congratulations. Jerome Ford taking one to the house to basically seal it. Seal it is one of the happiest moments I've had as a sports fan. <laughs> it, was it was Bengals playoff run, a lot of different, a lot of moments, very, very similar. But that moment, the, I can't describe it's to people what the stadium was like at that moment who weren't lucky enough to be there. Is there any more underappreciated guy from that team last year than Jerome Ford? No, made the Browns. Yeah, got made the cut today. Yeah. Um, but, it, like, his, his ability to just go from zero to – staring at his back yeah. as he was like comes through the hole and is just gone. Now, that said, I'd like to see the running game be more than just whoever's carrying it go right behind the center's butt. Yeah, they ran a lot of inside zone, uh -huh. a lot of inside zone. That was, that was the scheme Mike Denbrock preferred. Yeah. Gino has talked yeah, about. Give it to Brian Kelly. Gino has talked about getting the ball out on the edge yes. a little bit more, a little more screen the game. Speed guys. Speed yeah. guys, uh, you know, playing the game a little bit more on the edges, uh, especially out of the backfield. And, and guys like Trey Tucker and Trey Scott and Will Pauling, Trey Scott, Tyler Scott. Mm -hmm. Trey Scott always Trey told Scott. me he, he could have been a high major Division One football player. I buy that he could play ball. Wide receiver. I, yeah. He played I, wide receiver in yeah, high school. Yeah, I buy that. He says he was really, really good. I buy that. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to let you eat your burger. Okay. I the Mo Burger. It by. better be good. You're on for me tomorrow. We're going to talk about it tomorrow, me and Taryn, whether this the Mo Burger. If like, you're a real friend, you'd take him one. You guys could both. I take him food every Ask Taryn the last time I've not brought him food when I'm in there. Ask him the last time I did bring him food. Been a while. I bring him food every day. I have to up his game a little bit. He is. Uh, Chad Brendel, BearcatJournal.com. One more season preview with Tony Pike next.
Hey, it's Mo Egger. If you're a college basketball fan, you're going to love Long Neck Sports Grill. There are three locations in Northern Kentucky, Wilder, Hebron, and Richwood. Each one of them has 4K TVs all over the place. And at Long Necks, the sound is on for every big game. Plus, no place has a better beer selection. And the menu at Long Necks is awesome, but you've got to try their wings. No matter who your team is, you'll find them at Long Necks. This college basketball season, swing by Long Neck Sports Grill. Stay late. Come often.